You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and today the business at hand is the business of healthcare, healthcare providers, and Medicare, with uh, a great deal of focus on Medicare, which is an area uh, and a topic of interest, particularly to uh, aging Americans, but it's something that folks should be aware of well, well before you reach the age of 65 so that you could begin thinking of how to position yourself because it's actually somewhat more confusing than most people might imagine and uh, someone that can help you navigate uh, through that uh, vast combination uh, of options is a good health care broker not unlike my guest who I'm very pleased to have with us today, actually returning to the business hour, Bud Otto. Bud, thanks for joining us today. You're welcome, Ron. Glad to be here. Now, Bud is the principal um, at uh, LifeHealthBrokers.com. In fact, you can go to the website as we're, uh, we're talking and learn a little bit more about the kinds of services that Bud offers, and for that matter, uh, you can get a, a feel for what a broker that may be convenient to you. Um, we are a national, um, uh, uh, we do have a national audience, so some of you may be in far off places and uh, hopefully you have the benefit of someone like, like Bud who can uh, talk to you about those options. Even well before you're age 65, uh, someone like Bud uh, can talk to you about uh, the kind of health care coverage um, that is is right for you is 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 got the kind of coverage you want and and is in your uh, your comfort zone so to speak in terms of of cost and um, and so bud let's start off by uh, a- 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 talking about what some considerations are in the very beginning when a person is looking at a health care plan, and I would imagine it's much different, or, or, or maybe not, for an individual versus uh, a family. But uh, tell us what some of the major considerations are when a person at whatever age is beginning to select a health care plan. Well, we're talking about two different areas here. The age under 65, we're talking about individual health if somebody is not covered under a group plan. And as you have heard, the Affordable Care Act has not performed too well and gotten very expensive and few selections as far as both carriers and sometimes the providers are hard to get to in these new networks. So we're hoping that we can, through Washington, remedy this situation and get something workable going that it doesn't cost that much and is consumer-friendly. I I dare say in the state of Georgia where we are, um, there are um, 23 options, as I recall, just uh, related to Plan D, and Plan D is something we'll talk a little bit more about later um, that number or something like that number may be the number of 
health care plans available in general and not just Plan D. I just recall that when I was looking uh, myself <clears throat> for Plan Ds, um, I saw the the list of, of, of 23. Is that about right for overall health care providers? Yes, and when Ron talks about Plan D, we're talking about Medicare plans now. If you're eligible for Medicare, you have parts A and B or A or B. You can enroll in a prescription drug plan, otherwise known as Part D. And there are a dozen or so carriers offering this product as a standalone plan. Yeah, I wasn't going to dive into um, Medicare Plan A, Plan B, Plan D, or uh, X, Y, and Z uh, just yet, but um, I'm going to do my best, and and Bud's going to certainly help us um, understand uh, the difference between that period when you would have a health care plan with a health care provider prior to Medicare. We'll be talking a little bit about the transition to um, Medicare. We'll be talking a little bit about Advantage programs, which you can have after age 65, which in in an in a sense become a combination of Medicare and your private uh, health care uh, provider services. But back to those years prior to uh, the Medicare uh, uh, years, but when we talk about that 23 or so, and, and that might actually be a larger number of options here in Georgia than they have in some states, I would imagine. I, I, am, am, am I wrong in assuming that a state like uh, North Dakota, or a state with a, a much smaller population base, uh, might not have as many uh, health care providers? Not necessarily. The, again, the Affordable Care Act has thrown a monkey wrench into the whole deal so that in Georgia, for example, there's two major carriers that offer individual health. There used to be many more, and that's Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and Kaiser. And the rates are a lot higher each year and unaffordable for some. Some people that have somewhat lower incomes qualify for a subsidy, so for them it may be more affordable. But for everybody else... All I hear from my clients is complaining, and I can understand that. We look for options outside of the Affordable Care Act. There's not that many. There is a short-term medical plan that can last up to 11 months. That's about half the cost of the Affordable Care Act, but it doesn't comply with the provisions of the Affordable Care Act. And a penalty may be in order, although the penalty... I see that going away because the first part of the Affordable Care Act that I see going is the mandate. If there's no mandate, there's no penalty. So for people that need something cheaper in between now and the time that something new becomes available, a short-term medical may be the alternative, but it does not cover pre-existing conditions. It's easy to get, but that's one thing to be aware of. If you're in good health, it may be the answer at a lot reduced, at a much reduced cost. Were those penalties for not having a health care plan in place um, uh, on a sliding scale? Generally, most people will pay 2.5% of their adjusted gross income. And uh, for somebody filing a joint income, it can be pretty sizable. So, yeah, if you make $100,000 a household income, that's $2,500. Yeah. And, and that would uh, cover some health care plans, wouldn't it? I mean, and, uh, n- not not all, but it could cover a basic plan. Um, 
uh, certainly for an individual uh, and a young it person, could. right? Yeah, it could. It could. Um, okay, so here here we are, um, a um, person. Um, and by the way, but what has your experience been about about the general period that um, adults, young adults, um, begin to think uh, seriously? Uh, they may not have had life insurance or any insurance, but they sort of see health care as something that is closer to home. Maybe they had an injury. Maybe they had an illness. Maybe they had a family member. Um, and they thought, oh, I ought to get uh, or, or look into health care insurance. About, about what age does that begin? <laughs> it, it, For doesn't some, price... it doesn't begin at all. Oh, well, that's <laughs> probably true. Oh, you're right. I mean, we know that. that uh... now, now, younger people that still have a pretty tight connection with their parents and are 26 or under, a lot of them are covered under their, their family plan by law of the Affordable Care Act, and so it makes it easier. They don't have to think about it. But when they get beyond that, a lot of them don't think about it at all, or they see the premiums, which are much higher than they used to be, and they'll say, well, I'm not going to get it. But that's their choice. We, uh, we, we try to offer them even a catastrophic plan to cover major things, but even that can be more expensive than they're used to. What's the range of, let's say, um, we're, uh, you know, these are hypotheticals, and I'm going to ask you to, 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 to help us uh, uh, get a general um, idea without nailing down exact cost, but we've got a, a healthy 35-year-old, maybe a 40-year-old, uh, who uh, is looking at plans, and, uh, and uh, they realize that a catastrophic plan might be um, a, a wise choice. What's the range in cost uh, for that individual? Well, ballparking at a 35 or 40-year-old single person might pay three or $400 a month and get a bronze plan with a $6,500 deductible. And most everything, not much of anything is paid until the deductible is reached. They may pay a few doctor co-pays, but that's about it. So a lot of people are uh, taking the gamble and, and, and going without, but for those, and let me ask you this question, and we're drawing, uh, you know, to some extent here in your personal experience, do you find that couples with children uh, take it a little more seriously than individuals? Uh, I mean, because certainly... Twenty-somethings uh, feel uh, pretty invincible if they've never had uh, any uh, health concerns. It's just not in their yeah. frame of reference. But families who know kids could have, uh, you know, health care issues, are they a little more inclined to sign well, up? Well, yeah, they're, they're definitely uh, more inclined to try to get something to cover the, all of the family because there's a bigger risk involved. And uh, a family of four, for example, four or five, they're going to pay maybe eleven dollars or $1,200 a month to get a bronze plan with a high deductible. And that's why there's so much dissatisfaction with the Affordable Care Act because before this came about four or five years ago, premiums were about half of what they are now, and the coverage was better. Uh, and, you know, before we, we end the program, I will, we'll, we'll take a shot at, at, at speculating on what, what the possibilities could be uh, if the uh, uh, some elements of the Affordable Care Act, if not uh, the uh, ACA in its entirety, are uh, done away with, and uh, you mentioned, uh, for example, that uh, one of the first things uh, would be to eliminate the uh, the requirement, uh, uh, which would eliminate the penalty for having 
uh, a plan. Um, but um, we'll, we'll we'll save that for uh, a little bit later, and we'll go back to this this thing about major considerations when selecting um, a plan. Um, let's say that a thirty or forty something is thinking, okay, I I want a little more than just a catastrophic plan. Um, what kinds of considerations uh, do you, or, or maybe advice, do you offer um, to that thirty or forty-year-old to consider uh, in, in a plan that is more than just catastrophic illness? <coughs> well, there's there's basically bronze plans, which are the most inexpensive. They're expensive, but they're relatively speaking. <clears throat> the lowest cost. Then you have silver plans. They might have a thirty-five hundred dollar deductible, maybe three thousand. And there's a few gold plans left, not too many, and they may have a fifteen hundred dollar deductible to a twenty-two hundred dollar deductible. Um, the um, the silver and, and gold plans, I, I, I assume, are probably. Uh, not something that uh, most young uh, adults are, are are interested in, but now let's take it up to a, uh, uh, a, a an individual, possibly a couple, possibly empty nesters, a scenario that you must see quite a bit, and and let's talk a little bit about um, what they go through in the process of selecting a plan. We'll take a break first. When we come back, you can address that uh, that issue. We're here with Bud Otto of Life Health. And we'll be back with Bud right after this break. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call. And I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show on America's Web Radio. Join me every week for a full hour of all the best and latest information on how you can get the skills and equipment you need to protect the ones that you love. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Bud Otto of Life Health, and and Bud is a 
healthcare uh, service provider broker, and we're talking about considerations for selecting a healthcare plan, um, which can be confusing. We we talked about at the beginning of the program that that in a state like Georgia, for example, there are. Uh, 23 or so uh, designated healthcare providers, and uh, and and before the break we were asking uh, Bud about um, who it is that seeks out uh, uh, healthcare plans. You know, at at, at what general age, and uh, and uh, it's it's no surprise that uh, 20-somethings, unless they're under their parents' uh, 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 healthcare plan uh, umbrella. Uh, don't have a, a real interest and maybe even 30-somethings, uh, particularly in today's uh, uh, climate, see it as not all that affordable. Um, but uh, I presume as you start to get uh, into your 40s, you get a little more serious about it. And then, as you pointed out, um, if you have a severe illness, uh, and, and I would imagine if a close family member or a friend has a severe illness, that really jolts you into to thinking about uh, getting a plan. So, so I guess around uh, mid to late forties and into early fifties, uh, people start to to think about it. Um, and if you are that age. Um, where do you go with that that list that that is generally provided state by state uh, that that offers some reviews is that is that a good starting point aside from coming to someone like you uh, uh, bud who can uh, virtually walk a person through that uh, uh, cornucopia of options <laughs> um, uh, could they start with that list and just begin clicking on the details well, there's several ways you can go online and kind of look at what's available. And one is healthcare.gov, and that's the government website, although it's a little bit hard to maneuver through it. And the other is ehealth.com, E-H-E-L-T-H.com. That's an independent lo- uh, national broker where you can put in your basic information, dates of birth, zip code, and so forth, and look at all the plans that are available in your area. And sometimes you you can look at 31 different plans, and at this point it's mostly Kaiser and Blue Cross. And there's a plethora of plans. Most of them are HMO plans. About 20% are POS or point-of-service plans, which have much wider networks, but they cost more. Um, when you say it's mostly uh, Kaiser Permanente and Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, what about uh, the Aetnas and the United Healthcare's and the Cigna's and uh, uh, some of the other uh, uh, providers? Uh, are they are they just not um, uh, affordable options or are typically available uh, in every state? Or why most of the major carriers that we've had in recent years have dropped out completely. I know in Georgia that's true, and in a lot of other states, United Healthcare does not offer it anymore. Cigna does not offer it. We got Kaiser, Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Outside of maybe an employer's plan, is that right? An employer's plan. Yeah. That's a, a little bit different story. There's more carriers that offer plans for groups from two and above. And you know, I, I, I suppose we we can along the way here make reference and speculate, uh, looking into uh, the new administration that. Uh, 
<clears throat> that would be one of the things that uh, they're uh, going to try to uh, remedy, which is having uh, more options and getting back to uh, affordability for uh, the millions that found that uh, the premiums uh, were higher than they had been prior to the Affordable uh, Care Act. Is that right? One yeah, it's, there, there are several provisions or ideas that have been around for the last three or four or five years and have come up in various health plans offered as an alternative. They, of course, they never got through Congress. They, they were always vetoed. But what they're looking at is HSA plans, health savings account plans, which have higher deductibles, but you could get a direct tax credit on these plans, it, not a tax deduction, a tax credit. The advantage of HSA plans is you're paying part of the cost even though you set aside money in a separate account to pay for these. Since you're responsible for the cost, you're going to check those doctor and hospital bills because otherwise, if they're all paid for by the insurance company, you don't check them, and the whole health care system is paying much more than it needs to, carriers especially. Um, with a HSA, a health saving ac- account, um, tell us a little bit about, uh, um, is this sort of like an escrow account uh, where the money is uh, designated for health care purposes, and and can you move money uh, uh, out of it uh, once you begin accumulating money in that HSA? The money that you put into the HSA account accumulates at a s- uh, small amount of interest, and it's your money. You can keep it, it can accumulate, but it's designated primarily for health care expenses. If you take it out for something else, then it gets taxed. But if you use it for health care expenses, it's not going to be taxed, even though you took a tax deduction in the beginning. And you still derive the benefit of some compound interest on it. Yeah. So you don't you avoid the, the penalties, and you get to uh, apply it tax-free to your health care. Sure, and it accumulates as your account so that if you don't need it this year, the next year, and in coming years, it can just accumulate, and later on, as you grow older and your health may deteriorate, you have higher health care expenses, you can use that for virtually most any health care expense at all. Um, and now, and, and primarily the expense that it would be applied to are those expenses that are part of the deductible, I would imagine. Is that right? Exactly. That's what it's designed for. Um, what... Um, uh, I, this might fall into the category of uh, dispelling any 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 myths. Um, and you and I had a, a brief chat about this off the air, but uh, I think a lot of people uh, probably it's 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 wishful thinking uh, would like to think that when you pay premiums in uh, to a healthcare provider, that in some sense. Um, after you've spent uh, a few thousand dollars, that uh, it, it 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 you might have some equity, but really um, it's the house savings account where you might have some equity. Right. <laughs> there's there's really no advantage, and the insurance company doesn't look at you any more positively because you've had them for three, four, or a dozen years. It's all it's all about claims. Um, and what about? Um, uh, Maybe we should talk about um, what you see in general, and we won't specify what you uh, might consider to be uh, 
not so much less reputable, but just maybe not as um, service oriented, good to bad uh, services. What do you what do you view as the advantages of a a, a, a quote unquote good plan uh, versus or a good health care provider uh, versus uh, a not so good health care provider? Well, it's hard to do that these days because, again, the Affordable Care Act has meant less choice, less plans, less benefits. I can go back uh, four, five, six years ago before the Affordable Care Act and say, well, this plan had a $3,000 deductible, then 100% coverage. It had an ER copay. It had doctor copays. had a good drug plan but at a good price, but we don't see that anymore. So it's really hard to section off carriers to see who has the best plan these days because there's fewer carriers and the plans are all standardized to some extent. Uh, there's no sat- not much satisfaction at all by consumers with individual health insurance. You know, in, in, in thinking of uh, a few of the questions to ask you, um, I was trying to anticipate uh, things that uh, the general public uh, uh, would have questions about. And one of them is, uh, during that uh, period where you're uh, spending money out of pocket, um, which on the average might be, let's say, $5,000, uh, or, or what is that range, by the way, uh, typically? Uh, for deductibles on these plans, it can range from <clears throat> as low as 1800 to as high as 6800 Okay, so let's 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 come up with a generalized number like five thousand dollars, and uh, if it's not a, 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 a severe condition or a catastrophic uh, illness, you know five thousand could cover a couple of doctor's visits uh, here and there. Um, uh, are you obligated if you have, uh, let's say? Uh, a Blue Cross Blue Shield or a Kaiser Permanente uh, or uh, a Humana plan um, to utilize their system for that period when you're paying out of pocket or do you have the latitude to go to um, uh, a a physician, uh, a private physician in practice, uh, maybe someone convenient to you in your home, that you might go to if you didn't have a plan. Can you can you do that? Is that frowned upon by the uh, health care provider? Well, if if you have a plan, <clears throat> the, the vast majority of these Affordable Care Act plans are HMO plans, so they have tighter networks. They might have the Northside Hospital System in, but maybe not Piedmont or Emory. Which, for listeners out there, are three major hospitals here in the metro Atlanta area. Right. <clears throat> so you're limited in HMO plans. Now it's okay if you've satisfied with Northside and you can work with them. That's fine. But if not, if you want a more expansive plan, then you go to what they call a POS, point of service plan, that has much wider networks. It costs more. And in that case, you can go to a much wider range of doctors and probably find your physician in that network. If not, it allows you to go outside of network at a higher copay. But what happens, because um, we're talking about uh, money that is your out-of-pocket expense, and um, we'll we'll be taking another break here, and when we come back you can address this. Um, I'm wondering, you know, are are there circumstances under which you you might uh, be able to spend money with a physician outside the network, like you're out of state or out of the country? 
We'll come back to have you answer that. We're here with Bud Otto of Life Health Brokers. We'll be back with Bud to talk about uh, um, health care right after this break. And I want to remind everybody that this Tuesday we're going to have Steve Moore on. Uh, many of you know Steve from uh, his appearances on Fox News. He's also Donald Trump's uh, economic advisor. So we invite you to tune in this Tuesday, December the um, 6th, as a matter of fact, I believe it will be, um, here on America's Web Radio. Uh, Steve will be calling in from Washington, and it should be a very good interview. That's again this Tuesday, only on America's Web Radio. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. Did you miss the show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. This is Skip Coriel, host of the Home Defense Show on America's Web Radio. Join me every week as we explore all aspects of home and family defense as we strive to defend the ones we love in an ever-changing and volatile world. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. I'm Ron Camacho, your host, and we're here with Bud Otto of Life Health Brokers. And we've been talking about health care providers, the cost for uh, various plans. We'll be talking about the transition from a healthcare for provider plan to um, Medicare uh, to plans which have a combination of the two which are uh, generally referred to as advantage plans uh, and what it's like uh, working outside of uh, a healthcare provider network but right before the break I was asking Bud about um, what happens when during that period uh, of paying out-of-pocket for some medical services you choose if you have a health care provider that would like to keep you within the system uh, uh, f- 
with that uh, particular uh, period when you're seeking out um, help with a uh, condition, uh, and, and, and I can imagine that uh, if it's Kaiser Permanente or one of the other uh, healthcare providers, there are some advantages to you, possibly cost-wise, and certainly it has them in the loop for when it goes beyond your deductible to have been uh, the uh, uh, source of attending uh, physician uh, or physicians, plural. Uh, but I I uh, can recall in one case, but, uh, personally, where it was a uh, knee injury incurred during tennis, and I, I thought I'd utilize a, uh, a reputable uh, uh orthopedic uh, surgeon that that was a friend and and on the tennis team and actually with me at the time and uh, so made arrangements and he would have been uh, the uh, first attending and did the follow-up with x-rays but I didn't really know if I was putting myself in a position where I might be um, penalized and so bud uh, do you know typically with most plans uh, during that period uh for the eighteen hundred to sixty five hundred dollars of uh, out of pocket expenses um, that are a part of your deductible, um, is it acceptable to most uh, or all of the providers that you would go uh, to someone outside their system? If it's an eight, if it's an HMO like Kaiser or a lot of the Affordable Care Act plans under. Blue Cross Blue Shield, generally it's a little bit difficult to use out-of-network providers, if not impossible. Now, somebody like Kaiser might have an arrangement with a specific doctor that's not directly contracted or working for Kaiser, but they have some outside physicians they have arrangements with, and in that case, you may be able to use someone that's not employed by Kaiser. I I, I will share with listeners that in this case, um, I, I I, I took that gamble, um, but did contact uh, my health care provider, which happened to be Kaiser Permanente, and uh, they didn't have a problem. I, I, I know that uh, from their perspective, uh, as I said before, they would like you, they would encourage you uh, to utilize their system. It has their physicians uh, in the loop as to the early stages of your condition and following uh, to the point where you might have to cross out of that deductible uh, period and and start seeking ongoing care, that that makes perfect sense. Um, My blind optimism was that this is something that uh, my friend uh, and and physician um, would be able to treat uh, and hopefully keep within um, that, uh, that deductible range. As it turned out, it was a condition where I simply had to back off straining the knee and and, uh, let it heal and not do the kinds of things that would exacerbate that condition. Um, So it it worked out, and as far as they were concerned, there there was no problem uh, doing that. Um, Let's let's talk about um, that uh, transition period um, when someone is looking... Uh, to, you know, and, and, and again, I, you can stay with your health care provider through an Advantage program, but you'll explain to us uh, the advantages of the Advantage programs, the Advantage plans, 
or you break away from your health care provider and you uh, utilize uh, plans, uh, Medicare plan A, plan B, independently, in which case you're on your own for selecting physicians. Let's, let's talk about that. You, you must encounter um, uh, clients who uh, come to you and, and are seeking your advice about uh, what to do. Yes, uh, one of the one of the nobody likes to grow older, but in today's healthcare and health insurance world, going into Medicare for many is a distinct advantage because they'll save a lot of money that they were paying for Affordable Care Act plans to go into Medicare. Now, when they reach age sixty-five, they're eligible for Part A of Medicare, and most people will sign up for Part B. Part B of Medicare does have a premium. Most people will be paying about $109 a month. Those who are on Social Security have been receiving payments. They'll pay $109 a month. Those that are going on to Medicare for the following year will pay about $136, unless their income gets higher, and then there's brackets where they'll pay more for Part B of Medicare. So once you're under Part A and B of Medicare, then you got to decide whether to go further because the disadvantage of Part A and Part B is deductibles and coinsurance. Part A has a pretty sizable hospital deductible. Part B has 20% coinsurance with no cap. So most people want to get something beyond that. Over the decades, people have opted to go on a Medicare supplement plan because that covers all, if not most, of everything that Medicare Parts A and B do not cover. Medicare Supplement has a premium. A new 65-year-old will pay about $120 to $140 a month for a G plan. That's G as in George, the most popular plan, which pays everything that Medicare doesn't except for the Part B deductible, which is $166 this year going up to about $188 next year. In addition to that, Part D prescription drug is recommended because Medicare supplements do not cover prescription drug plans. So then you get a Part D plan, and you might pay anywhere from $18 to $30 generally for a prescription drug plan. So that's one of your options for going beyond Medicare A and B, and let me ask you if if, if it is a um, not, not a, a, a uniform uh, recommendation, but a uh, an often recommended uh, approach by you that you have um, G to go with parts A and B and C or D rather. Yes, that that would be that uh, a combination that you think is um, a good start before you start adding on any of the other supplementary uh, plans, uh, parts uh, G to go with A and B and then D for uh, prescription drugs? Yeah, the, the, the first path is to take a Medicare supplement plus a Part D plan, and you're going to pay some premium for that. But it's good coverage. And you said the, the Part uh, G could run approximately... $130 a month, is that what Yeah, that's the Medicare supplement. A G plan is the most popular plan, best priced. And uh, generally, the lowest prices are about 120 to $140 a month for a new 65-year-old, a little bit less expensive for females than males. And let's now talk about the 
other approach, which is to stay with your health care provider or apply for um, membership in one of their Advantage programs. And do most health care providers have the equivalent of an Advantage program? Some of the major carriers, the major carriers do United Healthcare, Aetna and Coventry, Cigna, Blue Cross, Blue Shield. Beyond that, uh, those the four or six major companies have Medicare Advantage plans. And how do those work? Well, if you go, if you don't take a Medicare supplement and a Part D plan and decide to take a Medicare Advantage plan, then you carry a card issued by the carrier instead of your Medicare card because a carrier administers the plan, pays all claims, and some charge a premium. Medicare Advantage plans have had very low premiums, sometimes zero premiums. Uh, One of the big carriers, major carriers in Metro Atlanta offers a zero premium plan. And the way the Medicare Advantage plan works is you don't pay a deductible, but you do pay copays. When you go to the doctor, you might pay five or seven dollars for your primary care physician, thirty-five or forty for a specialist. If you have outpatient surgery, you might pay two hundred and seventy-five dollar copay. <clears throat> if you go into the hospital, you might pay two hundred and seventy-five, <clears throat> excuse me, dollars per day for up to six or seven days. If you go to the ER, you may pay a seventy-five dollar copay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And this is with, um, to remind listeners, this is if you have one of the Advantage plans right. with the health care provider. Yeah, they're all structured pretty much the same uh, in that they have copays, no deductibles. They also have a maximum out-of-pocket per year. These days, they could be $5,900 per year, or 67 is the max that can be charged on a, by any carrier, maximum out-of-pocket, less than one percent of all the Medicare Advantage policyholders ever reach the maximum out of pocket because again there's no deductible, there's just copays. Theoretically, if they had a real bad year, had chemotherapy, had durable medical equipment, lots of visits to doctor, physical therapist, hospital stay, they could reach that. And you can sign up for one of the advantage plans whether you have the existing health care provider for <clears throat> excuse me, a number of years, or whether you're for the first time going to engage in one of the Advantage plans as a 65-year-old? Yeah, the Advantage plans, anybody can sign up in the initial enrollment period when they reach 65 or when they go under Part B of Medicare. Um, and and uh, not necessarily all of those 23 that we said here in the state of Georgia uh, that are available to you um, prior to um, Medicare uh, age, um, uh, not all those 23 are going to have an Advantage plan, but some of no, them will. No, it's, it's Aetna, Coventry, Humana, United Healthcare, uh, Cigna. And I think KP has one as well. K- yeah, KP has a Medicare, three, three Medicare Advantage plans. Um, we're... Uh, we're going to be taking a break again, and then uh, we're uh, going to talk about um, uh, why, of course, you might want to add uh, uh, Medicare Part D, um, and 
Um, I want to ask you straight away. You know, do you do you save money in your opinion uh, on, uh, on on a Part D? We're here with Bud Otto. We'll be talking more about health care with Bud right after this break. When four members of Congress all die within four months, each of their deaths appears to be from natural causes. But when mysterious messages begin to appear in the form of quotations from long-dead revolutionary heroes, one reporter sets out to prove the existence of a serial killer. His search discovers dark secrets and an assassin shielded by people who need the very services that only he can provide. The Sun Silas Rising, a novel by Doug Dahlgren. On Kindle or paperback through Amazon.com. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare, but for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the Business Hour. We're here with Bud Otto of Life Health Brokers, and we've been talking about healthcare providers, um, the costs associated with uh, plans uh, before uh, the nature of those uh, plans in a general way uh, prior to m- Medicare, but we've been focusing on um, healthcare plans after you have Medicare Parts A and B, and and. Bud mentioned that, that um, Part G is something that will help you with some of the areas that A and B do not cover. And then uh, another area uh, that is required of you uh, is to have a Part D. Is that right, uh, uh, Bud? It is a requirement to have Part D? It is not a requirement. So you it's can recommended. It's recommended. Oh, you simply, there is a period of time during which you can row and then a penalty if you don't enroll during that exactly time. if you don't enroll when you're first eligible if you don't have a part d either as a separate plan or on a medicare advantage plan and decide five or ten years later then you're assessed a penalty which is generally one percent of say thirty dollars a month for the number of months that you were without the coverage 
um, which you know may not amount to to, to much, but um, generally speaking, Part D, the prescription drug uh, plan, is uh, a, a desirable thing. And you did point out that you you thought that for starters, uh, you like to recommend that you have Part A, B, G, and and D, the prescription. Uh, uh, drug plan. Uh, no, un- under Medicare, it's parts A and B. Then there's part D is prescription drug or part C, which is Medicare. The Medicare supplement is plan G. That's the most popular selling plan. Okay, but the, I'm saying that is a, a combination yeah. that, that you see as a well, good uh, basic uh, combination? It, it, you opt for either one one of two combinations. One is Medicare plus a Medicare supplement plan and a prescription drug plan or a Medicare Advantage plan. Now, Medicare Advantage plans have a prescription drug plan built into them, so you don't have to buy a separate plan. Right, right. Um, uh, But I was uh, referring to the uh, uh, G portion, which you thought provided some benefits that weren't covered in A and B. Right. that's That's a Medicare supplement plan. Right. And they have a lot of letters of the alphabet for those plans, but the Plan G is the most popular selling and best cost-effective plan under a Medicare supplement. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I simply there are there are um, details uh, related to these supplementary plans that we're just not going to get into. In fact, you know, we're on the uh, last leg of our, the program, but we're we're trying to make uh, listeners uh, somewhat aware that. Um, there are these options to be considered, uh, and that this, in the vast scheme of, of lowering your your risk, you know, you you engage in um, uh, a healthcare uh, a plan that will potentially work for you, be cost effective, um, and uh, you know, to to stay affordable, you 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 don't want to be buying uh, um, uh, the kind of coverage that. Um, uh, you really aren't going to need, and uh, and so I think you know you're helping uh, listeners to understand that uh, for starters, you know if you're not going to have an advantage program that you might consider A B, uh, the G portion uh, supplement and uh, and and Plan D, and and one of the reasons that Plan D is so important is that medicine has become so. Um, medication oriented we'll say and medications can be all across the board from generic uh, lower priced uh, drugs to some fairly uh, exotic and in some cases highly effective but fairly exotic brand name uh, drugs that that uh, that you may get some help with but tell us but about uh, um, what plan uh, D typically covers uh, uh, for most uh people on road uh, a basic plan d plan prescription drug plan has four to five tiers of drugs the first two tiers are generic and at least expensive you might pay as little as two dollars a month for a prescription drug plan that's a pretty popular generic you might move up a slot and pay ten dollars a month for the next step up uh, non-preferred generic then you go to brand names tiers three, four, and five. Five is the vo- very, very expensive. Tier three is not too bad. And then, not to get too complicated, but you've got this coverage gap, commonly known as the donut hole, 
where you don't have full coverage between at certain points when you reach $3,700 of out-of-pocket paid by you and the insurance company up to about $4,800. I'm just ballparking that. Uh, but both generic and prescription are paid part of that during that gap period. By 2020, there won't be a gap period anymore by law. And, and why is that? Uh, that was passed by Congress several years ago. They figured, well, everybody's confused about it. They have more out-of-pocket expense, so we'll take the hit and pay for it. And and you've probably been explaining to clients about the donut hole, uh, I would imagine, um, as they uh, enroll in Part D and, and you're having to discuss um, what, what, what the benefits are. Um, I want to touch very briefly, because there are a slew of uh, 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 supplemental plans. Um, what about uh, dental, hearing, and vision? Uh, that must come up in your discussions. Uh, and without a pre-con- uh, pre-existing condition, um, how do you approach that with your uh, uh, Medicare age uh, clients? Most individual dental plans for Medicare age people are not necessarily a good deal because after you get through paying the premiums, you might collect the same in benefits. And first, uh, secondly, you cannot get benefits for major expenses like crowns and root canals until you've been in the plan for at least one year. In addition, the maximum out-of-pocket on a lot of these plans is 1000 or $1,500. So whether you get one or not, sometimes it's an advantage to be, if your dentist is in a network, you might get lower prices. So it's a matter of individual consideration, whether you think it's good for you or not. We can guide you along in that. As far as uh, vision plans, uh, Medicare Advantage plans, by the way, have vision built into them so you can get one free checkup and per year plus some reimbursement toward eyeglasses and actually some reimbursement toward preventative dental up to $150 in some of these Medicare Advantage plans. So some some of the Advantage plans have some of these benefits, not necessarily a full dental plan. Um, and, and then uh, with uh, vision and hearing, um, I, I'm certain there are a lot of folks out there thinking, well, do, do, do are there some advantages if I don't have one of the Advantage plans, which is by nature the advantage of Advantage plans that include uh, vision, uh, dental, uh, and hearing. But if I don't have an Advantage plan in place, uh, can I sign up later on when I start to realize that I may have a severe uh, uh, eye problem, a vision problem, um, can you still sign up for one of uh, the plans that includes uh, a vision portion? Well, and, it, and I would imagine it's uh, sort of touch and go as to whether or not it's cost effective because it depends yeah. on the severity. Well, vision plans are mostly basic vision plans, checkups and so forth. If it comes to more serious medical problems with vision, that could be covered by Medicare, Medicare supplement, and Advantage plans. So you don't have to worry about major conditions. Let's say, uh, let's say a lot of it might be covered under outpatient surgery. I see. Okay. So under the general category of... of yeah, cataracts, outpatient. for example. Okay. If you're under an Advantage plan, you might pay $275 per cataract. Well, um, uh, you know, we're uh, we're sort of winding down here, and I wanted to um, say that I 
very much appreciate that you came on the program, Bud, because it still is an area that I think many consumers find uh, mysterious. And, and to recap, one of the things you said that uh, is that you can go to healthcare.gov, which is the the Medicare uh, um, or the the healthcare site for the government that that offers some uh, information on plans, and then eHealth.com. Was yeah, for under under sixty five. If you're interested in Medicare, go to Medicare.gov. Gov. Or if you want a Medicare booklet, I have a large supply of Understanding Medicare, 12 pages of the basic information you need to know. Just send me an email, bud, B-U-D, at budotto, B-U-D-O-T-T-O dot com. Give me your address, and I'll shoot one in the mail. I won't call you up. You'll have to call me. And and another way would be to, um, you can Google um, lifehealthbrokers.com. Yes. uh, And that'll get you, uh, you'll get information uh, to reach you, but... Once again, Bud, thanks for coming back on to the business. Well, thank hour. you, Ron, for the opportunity. We've been listening to Bud Otto of Life Health Brokers. You've been listening to the Business Hour here at America's Web Radio. I'm Ron Camacho, your host. We're on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on the Internet and radio next week. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.